Hello, welcome to Casey's Ice Cream Parlour, the podcast where we recap every single Sweet Valley Twins book in the series. I'm Paula and I'm here with Rich. Hello. Um, so from now actually is where it's going to get confusing with our episode numbers because we've done special editions. Yes, we have. So usually yep. I'd, I would say we're going to cover book seven and this is episode seven, but this is actually episode eight. Now. Yeah, it's episode eight and we're covering book seven. So from now, let's just not say episode numbers. That makes perfect sense. Because obviously we did our Halloween special last week. Yeah, we the did. Ghost in the Graveyard. Yeah, my, my favourite twins book to date. I'm afraid this one <laughs> did not beat it yet. So uh... No, this one doesn't come close. But, no, uh, but it was fun. We're going to make it as exciting as we can. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's just, you know, Ghost in the Graveyard is a difficult one to follow up on. Yeah, like, and you know. what makes it weirder is we're doing we're recording this on Halloween. I know it's actually so Halloween right now. If we're still Halloween and we're just going back to normal books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we are covering Three is a Crowd this yes. fortnight. Why is the twins' friend Mary suddenly acting like their sister? Well, I guess we'll find out. Um, it's another orange one. Yeah, it's Halloween um, color, pumpkin orange <laughs> for a non-Halloween book. And uh, we've got Mary. Um, I think that's Mary. I'm assuming that that is Mary because and I've never been... and that's oh well, actually we can't say because of spoilers. But you know, yes, I think... I, I, I'm assuming that's who we think that is. Yes. Yeah. We'll get to that very shortly. Yeah, we'll just uh, post this cover up so you can check it out. But the cover does actually have a spoiler. I feel like Waterware will correct us because she'll know. <laughs> she knows. Um, and then we've got. On the back, it says "making waves." I don't know why it says that. No, I don't know. That well, sounds like something to Bill Chase. <laughs> yeah, for once, identical twins Elizabeth and Jessica Wakefield agree on something. Their mm. friend Mary Giaccio spends too much time at their house. Mary is a foster child in the Altman family, but she's acting like part of the Wakefield family. If there's one thing Jessica and Elizabeth don't need, it's the third twin. They're desperate to find some way to discourage Mary. Then Jessica overhears a private talk between her parents about Mary's future. Now she knows something that could solve the twins' problem and make Mary happy too. But Elizabeth warns Jessica against spreading her news. Does Jessica have any right to interfere with Mary's life? And um, no. And that just summarised pretty much the entire book. So uh, we'll yeah, that catch was a you very, next That was a very long... Um, <laughs> that was literally the plot up until that was, like... <laughs> that was a very long like uh, description, wasn't yeah, it? That was amazing. It literally, I was like, <laughs> I read this book today. That's literally We've what We've got happens. nothing else to say now. That's it. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> no, we have got stuff to say. So uh, let's get into it. Um, and uh, the book opens with Janet demanding silence. Yeah, she, she's clapping her hands impatiently and calling the Unicorn Club meeting to order. Yes. They take these so seriously, don't they? They they really do. And of course, you know, I was saying in Ghosts in the Graveyard, which is ahead in, in the continuity, that um, Jessica was finally standing up to a unicorn in Lila. I was like, oh my God, she's actually going to teach Lila a lesson, the unicorn. But now we're back at book seven. You can see Jessica is all about the unicorns. She's terrified. She's like, literally, as soon as Janet's asking for order, she's sitting up attentively. She's like waiting. Yeah. She wants to prove that she's the best unicorn in the world. We're told how special being a member of the club made her feel. Yeah. Um, they're discussing fundraising because they want to sponsor a dance. But they only have $13 in their treasury. Yeah. I guess they spent it all on their extravagant sleepovers. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. At that age, I mean, you know, just get a tape player. Good to go. Um, and also, what kind of, like, 12-year-old girls club sponsors events? I know. I know. Um, <laughs> 
This, this whole, is how seriously they take themselves. This whole subplot, I thought, was mental. It's a bit weird. And it works out, which is even more crazy to me. But, yeah. Lila suggests to raise some money. They sell all of their old toys because she has lots. And they all groan and and they think only Lila would have unused toys. Yes. And, well, actually... And... I, well, I'm, I'm in a room surrounded I think, by toys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think most kids have like old toys they don't play with. I, I think so. I mean, most kids. I didn't as a kid. I played with everything. But I, I a did. Lot of I had loads. A lot of kids do. Um, but of course, this is... Stuff you grow out of. Yeah, that's true. I think my parents just mostly chucked it in the loft. I guess I did have it. I just didn't see it. But yeah. um, this, of course, is uh, is setting up next week's book. This is sowing the seeds for Lila just having things on a whim. Mm. Mary Giaccio suggests they make a celebrity cookbook. And everyone thinks this is amazing. Yeah, they write to their favourite movie stars and ask them to send in recipes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they all love the idea. Um, I guess it's a good idea, but... I guess so. I, I've got to say, in a moment... I'll actually, I'll cover it when Stephen says it, because okay. Stephen brings up two points, which were exactly my thoughts when <laughs> I read this bit. So, um, Jessica volunteers to type it up on her electric typewriter. Yes. It's no. actually Elizabeth's typewriter. Yeah. Uh, the, the book even points out, Jess doesn't even know how to type. Yeah, she leaves that part she out as well. She literally can't type. So. But she's, of course, she just plans to get Elizabeth to do it. Well, and you know Elizabeth will probably do of it. Of course so she will. Given, given Elizabeth's track record, this is a fair assumption for Jess to make here. Jessica decides she's going to write to her favourite soap star, Vanessa Britton. Yeah. And then we get a bit of background on Mary. She's recently moved to Sweet Valley, down the street from the twins. She's a foster child and she's well-liked by everyone. Well, she must be if she's in the Unicorn Club. You would imagine so. How special they've got to be. She doesn't really seem to fit in with the unicorns. Right, so I've got a note here about this. A new girl at school just turned up. They just let her in. They, they're they like such an exclusive club. The unicorns like bully people and are just yeah. nasty to everyone. Remember all the trouble Jessica had trying and to get in? Jessica trying to get in, Elizabeth trying to get in. Wasn't like, Lo- didn't Lois Waller try to get in at one point? Did she? I don't know. Maybe she didn't. Maybe they I just treated think, her like shit. I don't think <laughs> I so. Maybe they just bullied her. But like, it seems like the entrance policy has suddenly become very lax because yeah. this girl's just like, okay. And, <clears throat> and, might I point out, she's adopted. Which I imagine Lila would look down on. Well, she's fostered. On. Or fostered, sorry. Which I imagine Lila would look down on. I mean, we all know how they treat like Betsy and people like that later on. Yeah. It's just really weird. But sudden, somehow this girl's got in. I guess maybe she's like friends with Jess and that, that got her in. I don't know. But she seems to be friends with Elizabeth quite a bit as well. Mm. Which is also weird for a unicorn because they tend to stick to their own kind. Yeah, it, it's, it's a weird one, this. They're like only friends with other unicorns usually. Yeah, yeah. So um, Jessica and Ellen are off to the mall to buy some more purple clothes. Yes. Because, of course, purple is the colour that the unicorns would like to wear. Yes, it's, it's they're a cult. <clears throat> Basically. Basically. Um, and they invite Mary along to go, but she says she's busy. And then later on, Jess gets home from the mall, um, and, she, and Liz tells her that Janet's called asking to borrow Jess's typewriter to write to Vanessa Britton. Yes, and of course... Um... Liz knows exactly whose typewriter Janet's referring to. Mm. She whines that she wanted to write to Vanessa. Um, and Liz, <laughs> I love that. And Liz points out, uh, like, the typewriter actually belongs to me. Yeah. I, I love that, that Liz is, like, complaining about the typewriter. And Jess still finds a way to complain about her own needs. Yeah. She's like, oh, I wanted to write to Vanessa. It's like, hang on a minute. 
It's my typewriter. <laughs> so Jessica asks um, if Janet can borrow the typewriter. And also if Liz would do a, just a little bit of typing for the unicorns. A little bit. Because she's such a good typist. That's what Jessica tells her. And of course, as always, she promises she'll never ask for another favour ever again. <laughs> never again. Until the next page. <laughs> And as always, again, Liz says it's okay. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, she's such a walkover all the time. Hmm. The next afternoon, Jessica's invited Mary over. Uh, they plan to work on their letters uh, to the celebs, but um, uh, they wanted Liz's help. And Liz is busy at the Sixers. She's yes. working on a special career day issue. Yeah, it's like career day is some big event, I guess, where they all pick a career and they kind of study it or something yeah we had that at my school i vaguely remember it um so they decide to listen to records instead yeah i bet they are listening to the buck stops here what do you think <laughs> the buck's recipe would be he right he they he sends one in does I he think. i think so did i miss that oh my god i, I might be wrong if that's in here i, I apologize sure in i can't notes. believe i would have missed it but maybe i did um, be something hot Something hot, like something spicy, buffalo wings or something. I think, yeah. Doesn't mm. someone send in? I I made these notes a few days ago, but I'm sure I've got oh, something. Can't to believe do with I missed here. that. If the book wrote we'll one, in, I do apologise. Um, but yes. So of course, uh, while this is uh, while this is going on, Jess compliments Mary on her bracelet. It's yeah, a lovely bracelet. It's her favourite bracelet that Mary wears. Apparently, like she's always wearing it, and Jess always wants it. It says that like. Mary's worn this bracelet for as long as she remembers, but it also says that she gets complimented on it everywhere she goes. Like it's like I like to think like she just walks down the street and people are like, <laughs> "Oh my god, that bracelet! It's such an amazing bracelet!" Well, it's silver and gold, apparently. It does sound nice. Don't mm. get me wrong; I'm not slagging it off. Um, so you might wonder why we're mentioning this, but it does come in later. Oh yeah, this is yeah. So um, Alice gets home and Mary's excited to see Alice. Yes, she um, really is. She tells her all about the cookbook. She does. Um, she excitedly uh, tells her about the cookbook <clears throat> while uh, Jess just makes a drink. Mm. Um, Stephen comes in at this point and uh, basically has exactly in order my first <laughs> thoughts when I heard this from the, when the unicorns mentioned it or when Mary mentioned it. Um, since when do celebrities do their own cooking? Literally my first thought. Um, why would celebrities write to lowly sixth graders was literally my second thought. And Stephen lists yeah. them in order here. Well, he'd write to them. They write to them because they're unicorns, of course. Of course, yeah. The importance of the unicorns. They, they will have written the letter in purple ink and they will have said, we are from the unicorn club. But I would have thought... Johnny Buck that time. I was going to say, I would have thought write back. that Jess would have learned at the uh, Johnny Buck concert that the unicorns don't have as much sway <laughs> outside of Sweet Valley sixth grade. <laughs> um, Mary said she, she's going to write to Brett Savage. And of course, Jessica's had to change who she's writing to because she can't go against Janet. Janet's claimed Vanessa Britton. Now. Yes, so she's going to write to Parker Smith because he's hot. That's two last names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a man with it's two last name. names. Um, Is Brett Savage a real person? I've never heard of him. No, I, I know Fred Savage, but not Brett Savage. So maybe it's just a made-up name. Yeah, I don't think any of these people. Are I'm real. assuming not, but yeah. And then Liz bursts in with Amy. Amy's got some hot news. Oh, she's shouting, "News flash! News flash!" She's going fucking insane. She's going isn't crazy. She? Like she's she's going crazy. She's going crazy for what is clearly a bullshit rumor. 
Like, as soon as I read this, I was like, that's not happening. I think we had the... Well, the the, the rumour is, the news she's got is that soda and candy machines are going to be installed in the school cafeteria. Yeah. Um, we had them at our school. I had them in sixth form, but not in, like... No, I don't have them in primary school. That's what I mean. Like, these are the, you know... I and suppose maybe they were there for the sixth form kids and the, the other kids can, like, use them. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe in America it's... Maybe it's different. Common, yeah, maybe it's different. Well, this was the 80s, so I don't know. Who knows? But of course, upon hearing this, <clears throat> oh, Jess dear. can't help but get in those digs. Yep. She says, wait until fat Lois Waller hears about this. And that is not the only fat shaming comment about Lois Waller. <laughs> That's literally what I've written. In this book. <laughs> um, and then Liz doubts whether it's true and Amy says wow I heard it from Caroline Pierce oh. so it must be true yeah of course and then Liz looks over the letters that Jess and Mary have been writing and she points out all of Jess's spelling mistakes yeah she says you've misspelt recipe um, like I just knew she'd be one of those people though even at like 12 years old she's yeah oh yeah yeah, know, yeah yeah like if if she had social media she'd be the one commenting like Correcting grammar. Yeah. yeah. There's meant to be an apostrophe there. Yeah. I can't stand those people. No. You you may be one of those people if you're listening. Don't Um, be. Be be a better person. Yeah. It's just irritating. So, of course, Alice then comes in um, and Mary is, like, desperate to show off what she's done. She's like, look at my letter, Alice. Don't you love my letter to this celebrity? Um, And Alice just looks at it and goes, you've misspelt recipe. And uh, they all laugh. Yeah, everyone laughs at them. And, it's not uh, very nice. It's not very nice. They're only 12. And Liz says, oh, I think Mary and Jess should get some dictionaries. And even Alice joins in with it as well. Yeah, well. It's like they're 12 years old. Every 12-year-old like spells things wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jessica suggests that uh, they meet at Mary's house tomorrow to continue with the letters. But Mary says they better meet at Jess's house because they might need Elizabeth's help. Yes, they may well do. Because it, it seems like the Altman family, like Mary's foster parents cannot spell either no like why can't they just get help from them it's got to be from liz yeah apparently it has to be liz i was surprised as well although maybe at this stage it's not but like aren't the um aren't the fowlers into computers isn't that where they made their fortune or is a factory they own isn't it actually no the patman's own the cannon factory yeah and the fowlers own i thought Um, they were into computing but maybe it's not Oh god, my Maybe it's the Morrows I'm thinking of. The Morrows are definitely. It's the Morrows then, yeah. okay. Because I was like, surely Lila's got a computer or something. Like, it's oh, Lila. She one anyway, yeah. But anyway, Liz is the only person in Sweet Valley High with a typewriter. A typewriter apparently. So that's, that's yeah. where we are. Um, so yeah, of course, um, Jess uh, visits Liz's room later on asking if she can write up her letter to, uh, to Parker. Yeah, she reads the letter uh, to Liz. Yeah. I'm assuming you want to read the letter. Uh, we have it here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, Dear Parker, Love and Lace is my favourite TV show. Love and Lace. I'd watch it. That sounds racy. It does sound very racy for a school kid to yeah. be watching. Um, Love and Lace is my favourite TV show, and naturally, you're my favourite actor. Didn't mention he was like the second choice. Yeah, yeah, she's over Vanessa. I'm writing to you because my club, The Unicorns, is sponsoring a dance next month and we're broke. To raise money, we're putting together a celebrity cookbook. I hear you're a pretty good cook. Would you mind sending us a few of your favourite recipes? Also, how about an autographed picture from my wall? Is it true that you're not married? Sincerely, your fan, Jessica Wakefield. 
<laughs> now, despite Liz no doubt looking <clears throat> down on Love and Lace as a trash program. Oh, I'm sure she would, wouldn't be called dead watching Love and Lace. She does seem to know an awful lot about Mr. Parker She here. does, yeah. As she points out to Jess that... Uh, Mr. Parker is married, and he's married to um, Vanessa. Is it Vanessa? Yeah, Vanessa, Vanessa. Britton. Yeah. And Jess is uh, annoyed that Liz knows this. Yeah. And and asks how, how can she you be knows? annoyed at someone's knowledge? It's like I'm, I'm so furious that you know. I something. guess she's just being a know-it-all, and mm. Jessica probably likes to think she knows everything about Vanessa sure. Britton because yeah, she yeah. loves her. Um, and she she says, "How do you know this?" And Liz says, uh, "It's called reading." She's so patronising. I know. So Jess crosses out the, the bit about um, being married and she changes it to uh, what's it like to be married to another celeb? Sure, that that works. She begs Liz to type it up and Liz agrees. Mm, of course. Yeah, this is like a common theme that we get in every twins book. It's yeah. like Liz doesn't want and to high, do the work. And hi. Liz doesn't want to do the work. Jess begs. Liz says no. Jess begs. Liz says yes. Um, and and then, Jess says she'll never ask again. Yeah, I'll never ask you for another favourite ever yeah, again. every time. In fact, she said that earlier on, didn't she? She did, yep, yep. Um, but Liz does have a condition. She wants Jessica to phone Mr. Bowman up to get the info she needs about career day for her article. Why um, would you ever trust yeah. Jessica Wakefield And obviously, to do this? like, for Jessica to pretend to be her just because she's too busy to do it. She's yeah. busy typing up the letter. Um, so Jess goes and makes the call, and it's a lot of details. Yes, and of course she hasn't brought a pen or a pencil no. or anything to take notes. It's like full names of all the guests, where they work, what they do, yeah. dates of the career day, dates and times of the talks. Um, you know, you wouldn't be able to remember it. No, no. Um, and yeah, because she doesn't have a pen, rather than just saying, I'll oh, hold on, I'll go and get a pen. <laughs> she's just like, lets him talk. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'll just memorise it. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? And she's excited to find out that Gretchen Tyler, the owner of the Unicorn's favourite clothes store, Sweet Valley Fashions, um, is going to do a talk. And he also tells her that the deadline for students to sign up for the talks is the 14th. I wish it was Mr. Shop from the sports shop. <laughs> um, and then when she hangs up, instead of just like writing it down straight away, she calls Lila. First. Yeah, she calls Lila to talk about Gretchen. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Liz is enjoying using her typewriter because it makes her feel like a real writer. Right. Um, and then Jessica comes back in. She tells her all the wrong info. Yeah, she, like literally every day is wrong. Yeah. Every time is wrong. The, the names are, wrong. are the complete like, wrong names, yeah. wrong dates. And and Liz is really grateful. She's like, oh, thank you for doing that. Doesn't it even say that, that Jess is amazed at how much she's remembered and yeah. how well she's remembered yeah, it? Yeah, she's it's like, like, you're so, completely wrong. Oh, I'm so glad wrong. I mem- remembered all of this. Yeah. The next day, Mary has invited herself over to the Wakefield's house again. Yes, yeah. Um, and obviously Jess says that, you know, she can do and um, she tells Mary that she needs to finish the letter. Mm. On the way there, they stop off at Mary's house to get the letter. Um, and Mary makes her way outside. Yeah. Which is a bit weird. She just invi- like she doesn't seem to want her to come in. No, she doesn't want her to come in. Um, so just wait outside. <clears throat> um, and then Mrs. Altman comes outside and Jessica tells her all about the cookbook. She's surprised to find out that Mrs. Altman had no idea about this. No, it, like Mary obviously doesn't talk to, to yeah. Mrs. Altman at it's all. It's a bit weird because she'd been telling Alice all about it. Yeah. And not her own, her own mother. Yeah. Foster mother. Gets even weirder though, because then uh, of course Mary leaves and uh, calls Mrs. Altman Nancy. Yeah, she which says bye, Nancy. You know, Jess thinks is a bit weird. 
Yeah. Although I guess it's not really because it, it's if, not that until weird, you're adopted. Yeah. You, you know, you would just yeah. You wouldn't really call them mum and dad, would you? No. I mean, you might. I don't no, know. That's, but, a, that's a fair point. But Jessica thinks it's weird. Um, and then at Jessica's house, Mary's all over Alice again. Yeah. Now, well, briefly before that, they make a point at this point in the book and multiple times in the book. So Mary says to, to Mrs. Altman that they... They, they need to get on because they've got so much to write and then the whole way through this they're talking about how much they've got to write when it's like recipes or it's like the letters and it's like you've read out one of the letters it's not that much like they make out like they've got to write essays yeah that last time like, like it took two minutes yeah to write. i know but they all make out like it's such a task <laughs> so yeah oh my goodness it's time for the broccoli souffle yeah mary's complimenting alice's broccoli souffle i've never heard of it again what is it with these sweet valley foods but every time there's food in sweet valley it's just bizarre um is it an american thing it might be someone let us know i mean to be honest broccoli souffle sounds better than clams yeah so you know or what was it in the cafeteria creamed beef creamed beef yeah broiled flounder (laughs) That's uh, isn't that Alice's favourite meal? Yeah, broiled flounder. <laughs> and yeah, the the hot clam special. Um, I mean, I do like broccoli. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know I love. I broccoli. think I'd rather just eat broccoli how it is, though. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, and Jessica asks Mary, "How come she's never been invited to her house for tea?" Yeah, legit question, right? But Mary shrugs off the question, and then she offers to chop some onions for Alice. Yeah, she really sucks up to Alice immediately. Yeah, Jessica isn't happy about this. And she notices that Mary keeps staring at Alice. Yeah. And then when the souffle is ready for the oven, Jessica asks Mary to go and watch TV. Yeah, she thinks like, oh, we're done now. Thank God we can go watch TV. But uh, Mary says, oh, I'm going to help with the washing up as well. Yeah, and Jess is just had enough now. Yeah, she's like, well, I'm going to watch TV. And she just leaves Alice with Mary. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, at school, Amy, Judy, and Caroline are applauding Elizabeth as she oh. shows them the finished master sheets for the paper. She's such a good writer. <laughs> They're like guys. literally applauding her. I know, I know. Um, and uh, Liz tells Miss, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Bowman. Mrs. Liz Bowman? tells Mr. Bowman. Yeah. That uh, they've all been proofread, and he trusts them, so he says he'll get them printed right now. Yeah, but then he asks to speak to Elizabeth alone. Mm. Um, and of course Amy and Julie give her a a look like oh what's going on he wants to tell her that the Los Angeles Newspaper Guild is holding a competition for the best middle school newspaper and he's going to submit this issue as an entry yes apparently the uh, the prize is a hundred pound a hundred dollars Elizabeth's thrilled so she rushes home to tell her family she tells Mary and Alice and Jessica's still sulking in the den yeah yeah she also tells Alice that she'll be home late tomorrow. Because I know, I can't. I know. Because her, Amy and Julie are staying after school to throw Mr. Bowman a surprise 27th birthday party. I would like to think <laughs> that Mr. Bowman would have better things to do on his 27th birthday stay late than work. stay late at work with a bunch of 6th grade kids. Yeah, like... Also, I can't believe he's only 27. Yeah, I know. He is, he's a very young boy. Jesus Christ. Um, now, apparently, uh, Caroline Pierce knows this information. Yeah, um, of course. Because uh, her mum went to school with Mr. Bowman. So this might be one that she actually does know. 
Like this might be the one yeah. time the rumor was It's actually was her right. auntie that went to school. Oh, sorry, auntie. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's nothing she can't find out. Oh nothing. no, no, she'll find out. So um. Well, she found out in um, in uh, Ghost in the Graveyard. She found out where Mister Bowman was shopping and what yeah. day he was shopping. I'm assuming and, and it was, what he was trying to buy. In my head, it was Caroline. Yeah. It's really weird as well. Like I always imagine Mr. Bowman to be about fifty. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't and believe he's twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, twenty seven is, is very young. Of course in Sweet Valley though, being twenty seven <laughs> makes you ancient. Yeah. So, you know. Car um sorry, we've just gone through that bit. Um yeah, later on Jessica tells Elizabeth that Janet's coming over to use the typewriter. Yeah. And Liz says, Well, she can't because it's at school. She'd taken it there to use it for the Sixers' work. And Jessica asks if they can do it tomorrow instead. And Liz says, only if you can carry it home. Yeah. Because we're staying late for the party. Of course. Can't miss the big party. <laughs> so the next day, Jessica's on her way to Mr. Bowman's room to get the typewriter. Yeah. And then she bumps into Mary. She's still keeping up this lie that it's her typewriter. Yeah. And she, um, well, she's got to impress the unicorn. She needs to, you know, at this point, she needs to save face. I don't yeah. know what she's thinking of doing though, because she can't even type. So it's like you're I gonna know. find, you're gonna run into problems pretty soon. And she tells Mary that Elizabeth borrowed the typewriter from her. Yeah, that's why she. That's why she's that's coming why to pick school. it up. Yeah. Mary offers to help carry it home because she says, and she needs to type up her letter too. Any excuse to see Alice. And Jessica says, "Oh, it's okay. I can manage." Um. And she said Janet's coming over to type her letter up anyway, and Janet's a slow typist. Yeah, but of course Mary says, you know, I can find things to, to occupy my time while I wait, it's I fine. I she can. Yeah. Like, paint Alice's nails, clean Alice's bedroom. Cut the grass, paint the house. Bow down at Alice's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that um, Alice has got... Uh, that Alice still has Mary around in Sweet Valley High, and she's like in the basement... And whenever the whenever she doesn't have the twins to cook, she gets Mary up to do some cooking. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she goes home with Jess, and they get back to an empty house. Jessica's yeah. got no idea how to use the typewriter. In fact, she can't even open it. No, but then it goes from bad to worse because the doorbell rings, mm. and it's not just Janet. She's brought Betsy and Tamara with her too. Yeah. Not Betsy Martin. Not Betsy Martin. No, I have that in brackets. Not Martin. <laughs> that would be <laughs> Just good. to be clear. <laughs> um, and Jessica's worried. She thinks someone might ask her to type something. Yeah, and of course there's even more pressure now because Betsy and Tamara are seventh graders. Mm. So, you know, she's got to impress the seventh graders as well. And Jenna asks her how to use the typewriter and she's like, just plug it in and type. <laughs> yeah, just plug it in and type. It's fine. And um, then she says um, she can't help with any typing, though. Why not? Because um, that tub, <laughs> Lois Waller, ran into her in gym class and jammed her finger. Oh, my God. And then, like, the little bitches they all, all, laugh. all start laughing about Lois's weight. Awful. Um, Alice comes home with a, stack, a stack of wallpaper samples, and Mary rushes over to help her carry them in, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and this, of course, this infuriates Jess. She looks at her mm. really angrily now. She's starting to get fed up already with this. And Janet says the stupid typewriter isn't working. The keys are all jammed up. Yeah, now apparently Jess... Now, at this point, I've made a note here because, like, 
Jess looks at the keyboard and gasps, apparently. <laughs> and she said it looks like a hopeless mess. And I was like, did she like hit it with a sledgehammer yeah, or something? Like, what's You've happened? had it for like two minutes. I know, it's like comedy like destroyed or something. And even if like, you what? can't type, you just press one key at a time. Like, what is she... Yeah, what understand. the hell has she done to it? It makes it sound like it's completely smashed up. Like, how can all the keys be jammed up? Well, given what happens in a moment when Mary fixes it, it obviously isn't, but the book makes it sound like it's destroyed. Mm. Janet says it's all Jessica's fault for not showing her how to use yeah, it. Yeah, it's like Janet's broken it, but she's like, well, I told you I needed help, so I just smashed it. <laughs> and there's more trouble when Elizabeth gets home. She calls Jessica into Ned's study. She has. To, she says she has to read you the whole Career Day article. Yeah, the facts were all wrong. everything was wrong. Yeah, Mr. Bowman was uh, disappointed in her. Yeah, and she had to leave his party early. Oh my God. I bet Mr. Bowman was like, can I leave early? Yeah. Well, they all probably left when Liz left because, you know, they can't... It's not a party without Liz, They can't carry on without her, can they? Yeah, of course. Um, And yeah, she says the deadline for the competition is tomorrow. So she needs the typewriter back. She needs to get the whole article retyped by tomorrow. Yeah, now of course Jess gulps and is very cagey here so uh, Liz immediately wonders what on earth is going wrong as uh, Jess rushes back to the kitchen yeah Janet is trying to fix the typewriter um, probably making it worse yeah I, I imagine she's just punching it and Mary has actually torn herself away from Alice Go for a moment for a moment she says she can fix the typewriter yeah and within like a few seconds she just fixes it and she's like yeah there are a couple of stuck keys but compared to what it said in the previous paragraph it was like it's destroyed forever and then suddenly amy's like it's just a couple of keys amy uh mary mary it's like oh there's a couple of keys stuck together it's like oh okay she tells them that she can type as well and jessica thinks she's a mystery yes oh my god she She knows things like typing the next day mary invites herself over again jess has got a plan though yeah she's had enough of the way she is with alice so uh, she tells us she's going over to Ellen's, but she says you're welcome to come to Ellen's too. But Mary's um, not interested because Alice isn't at Ellen's. Yeah, and she suddenly has some homework to do. Yeah, this uh, this confirms everything to Jess. Yeah, that she's basically like only going around to see Alice, really. Yeah. Um. So she asks Ellen if Mary does that with her mum as well. Mm. But Ellen is confused, and she's like, no. Yeah, she's like, what the what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. Um, Mary catches up with a tired Elizabeth and she walks home from school with her. Elizabeth is tired because she's been up until midnight retyping the article. Yeah, yeah. And then when they get to the Wakefields, it says Mary cranes her neck to look for Alice. I know. Um, So Liz invites her in. Um, This homework suddenly doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, And so when Jess gets home... By the way... I'd just like to point out at this point, because I noticed this when we were, when I was reading it, this is a bit weird to me. So, earlier on, it was established that um, uh, Mary's house was on the way to the Wakefield house. She stopped off there to get her stuff before they went on to the Wakefield house. Yeah. Now she's walked home with Liz, with Liz and clearly walked straight past her house. So she like obviously was planning on coming in the whole time. Yeah. She's walked past her own house to get to this house. Good point. Yeah. Um, and then 
yeah, Jessica gets home from Ellen's and she's shocked. Furious. <laughs> she's like, oh, find Mary sat at her kitchen table. Yeah, there she is. She's helping Alice with dinner. But the weirdest thing is Liz isn't even there. Liz is upstairs taking a nap. Well, Liz, <laughs> I think Liz said something like, would you like to pop in for a minute? Mm-hmm. And, and then I was like, it's obviously she's just stayed for the night now. So Liz is like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, apparently Liz is having a nap before <clears throat> uh, before dinner. Yeah. Um, but then Mary says she has to go and do that homework, but she invites herself over again for the next day so that she can type up her letter. Yeah. And she's so nice that Jessica can't say no. Yeah, Jess wants to say no, but she's like, oh, okay. And then when Jess gets back the next day, Mary's already there reading her letter to Alice. I don't know why they didn't walk home from school together. Yeah, I have no idea. It doesn't say, but um, yeah, she gets home from school. Mary's already there. Yeah. Um, Mary is reading her letter to Brett Savage. She's heard he's into health food. Yeah, I bet Olivia bloody loves Brett. <laughs> But Stephen says that Brett eats nothing but wheat toasties. <laughs> I love Stephen. Stephen's attempts at being humorous are incredible. Yeah, he's attacking a slice of apple pie. Mm, he's always eating that boy. Yeah, we get the usual joke about how much he eats. Mm-hmm. But it's fine for him to eat a lot because he's not Lois Waller. Yeah, he's not Lois Waller. That's so fine. fine. That's just when he does it, it's like funny and endearing. Yeah. Like, oh, Stephen. When Lois if does Lois it, she's eats disgusting. Anything, if Lois eats like one square of chocolate, it's like that fucking pig. If, if Lois <laughs> ate a bit of lettuce, it would just be like, oh my God, see? She's so see, gross. She eats all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. They're so horrible. Or or cut to a few years later, Robin Wilson. Robin Wilson giving someone a complex. Yeah. Um, and Alice is telling Mary how her and Ned met, and Jessica's irritated by this. Yeah. And then Alice goes upstairs to take a phone call, and, and Jessica gets a bit snappy with Mary. Yeah, Mary says that um, Alice is really nice, which is a weird thing to say to someone when it's like literally their mum. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> Jess says pretty much what I would have said is like, I've noticed. Like, <laughs> yes. Um, and then Mary's a bit hurt by Jessica's snappiness, so she goes up to Liz's room to get the typewriter. Yeah. When Alice returns, Mary wants to hear more about her and Ned, and Jessica meanly asks how Mary's parents met. Yeah. That's so mean. That is mean. Because obviously... She, she knows. She, she knows full well what she's doing there. Yeah. yeah. Mary gets uncomfortable and she leaves. But Alice says, make sure you come over for dinner the next day. Yeah, well, Alice has found a slave now, so she's more than happy yeah. to have make this Make sure you come over and cook dinner for us yeah. all tomorrow. But uh, Jess thinks of a plan. Yes. So she's, uh, she like, this keeps her awake at night until mm. she thinks of a plan. Um, so yes, the next day after school, Jess comes running up to Mary. There's a problem. Yeah, she's in such a rush, not even Bruce Patman, the cutest boy in the seventh grade, could stop her. It oh says. my god. Um, she puts on a massive show of holding her stomach and she says she's got a stomach bug, so Mary shouldn't come over. Yeah. And it works. So she gets home, she thinks she's succeeded. But then, a few <laughs> minutes later, Elizabeth walks in with Mary. Yeah, so Liz is asking how, uh, how Jess is. And... Um... Jess is like, I'm feeling much. And then she sees Mary and she's like, yeah. worse. Um, and Liz and Mary are planning to bake cookies. And they say, oh, it's a shame like Jess can't eat any with her stomach bug. Yeah. A few days later, Elizabeth and Amy are in the cafeteria. And um, Amy says, Mr. Bowman has got a new tie. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, he told He told her that his... <laughs> 
<laughs> he told her that his mum bought the tie. Yeah. So this must mean he has a secret girlfriend. Well, they've decided. Yeah. So I don't know the logic of this. Um, because like, why... new tie equals new girlfriend. Yeah. Have you not heard that rule? I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, his mum could have bought him a tie. But no, it's like, no, it's a girlfriend. And then doesn't Liz say, oh, maybe it was, um, maybe he bought it himself. Uh, and Amy's like, oh, no, we know his fashion sense. He, he'd never buy yeah. anything that fancy. Um, and then Lois oh, lumbers God. over. It literally, literally says that. Yeah, lumbered so lumbers onto the over. stage. Yeah. And, she, and then and she starts shifting her weight from one foot to the other. I'm assuming because, like, she's so heavy. That, yeah, that's, that's, you know, she, yeah. <laughs> she can barely stand. Yeah. She's so fat. Oh, yeah. And of course she's asking about <laughs> where are all these candy machines we were told there were candy machines yeah because you know all she thinks about is candy and food yeah you know uh miss wyler walks past uh so amy asks her where they are miss wyler thinks they're joking and she just laughs in their face and walks away yeah now amy got away with that she asked no one made fun of her if lois had asked that question oh my god the book mm. would have been like oh of course lois waller asked Turns out Caroline was wrong. Oh my god, Caroline's wrong? Yeah. Um, Liz says there's candy bars at her house, so she invites them both back. Yeah. Uh, she said they should be still there if Stephen hasn't eaten them. Well, I wouldn't bet on it. They bump into Mary and Liz invites her along too. Um, Jessica had been at Lila's trying to avoid having Mary over. Yeah, apparently she's been doing this for days now. She's been alternating between like Lila's and Ellen's yeah. just to stay away from Mary. Uh, and when she gets home, Mary's gone. But um, Elizabeth tells her that Mary was there. Yeah, and Jess apparently goes red with rage. Yeah, to the she, point ne- that she, she nearly chokes. It. Yeah, yeah, like she's furious. Um, of course, Liz thinks that she's angry at her. And Stephen accuses her of being jealous that Mary's hanging out with Liz. Yeah. And she says, I don't want to discuss it. Mm. So later on, Liz asks her if she is jealous and... Jess explains about how Mary is with Alice. Yeah, I, I can kind of see Liz's, like, point here. Like, she thinks that Jess is upset because Mary was her friend first and now she thinks yeah. Liz might... She thinks that she might think that Liz has stolen her. Mm. But obviously, Jess is like, I don't care about that at all. Like, yeah. You know, I'm worried about the Alice situation. <clears throat> she tells Elizabeth to watch next time Mary comes over and just uh, see that she's right. You yeah, know? and Liz agrees. Uh, the next day, uh, Liz and Amy are hanging out in Mr. Bowman's room again. Yeah. Why are they so weird? Why do they just keep hanging out in Mr. Bowman's classroom when he's not even there all I have the time? no idea. That wouldn't even be allowed in my school. I wouldn't have thought so. You wouldn't be allowed in a classroom without Not without supervision, there. no. No. Like, they've got a cafeteria and, you know, yeah. a yard and, a, like... Well, maybe if they this bloody school bought some candy bar machines, they wouldn't be <laughs> in this office. Yeah. Um... And then Amy starts peering over... Oh, sorry, Mr. Bowman is in the classroom at this point. Oh, he is here. But there are some There's plenty of times where they're just hanging out there. You're right. They they hang out there all the time. It's like like the best place to hang out in school, (laughs) apparently, if you're a nerd. Um, He's in there doing some marking, and Amy starts peering over his shoulder. Yeah, she starts looking at commenting on people's grades. Yeah, this is why you're not allowed in offices. Like, what the hell? She says, um, you're asking for trouble giving Lila a D. And he tells her grades are confidential and he covers it with his hand. It's like, well, it's a bit fucking late now. She's just is seen it. it. <laughs> is Amy, like, insinuating that he might get fired because of, like, the Fowler's power if they give Lila yeah. bad grades? She's like, oh, you're asking for trouble. I was like, really? He's a teacher. 
Um, and then she even asked to see her own grade as well. I know. She's she's so cheeky in Twins, Amy. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you what, one thing they haven't mentioned yet, though. The Tom, hair. The they hair or how much of a tomboy she is. Oh, my God. Doesn't get mentioned as far as I know. Um, but, yeah, she she's so cheeky. Like, you you should have known that she grew up to be a bitch. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the seeds are getting planted. Seed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, um, like, Mary comes in and Amy jokes that she's helping Mr. Bowman grade papers. Yeah. Which is the kind of thing you would expect, like, Lila to say. Yeah. And Mary invites herself over to the Wakefield. I feel like we <laughs> saying this sentence over and over again. This, this does get repeated. Mary a lot. invites herself over to the Wakefields. Yep. Um, and Liz thinks, well, Jess might be right, maybe, because Jessica did say she keeps inviting herself over. Yeah, but she's going to see what happens. Yeah. So um, Jessica gets home first and she finds a cute letter waiting for her. Yeah. And I have she the letter here. It. It says, Dear Jessica, thank you for your nice letter. Your celebrity cookbook sounds like a fabulous idea. I'm enclosing Vans and my favourite recipe for sweet and sour barbecued ribs. P.S. Good luck with your cookbook. Love, Parker. P.S. Being married to Vanessa is heavenly. Now, Jess can't believe this. Neither can I, if I'm honest, (laughs) that this celebrity actually took the time to send it. It's It's really sweet. Yeah, it's really sweet. Yeah. Um... And of course, she gets a signed photo, which uh, she should know now is just on a conveyor belt. She learned that from <laughs> the buck. Yeah, and then um, she goes straight over to Lila's house to brag about it. Of course. And she just misses Liz, Mary, and Amy. Um, so we get a bit of foreshadowing for the next book now. Elizabeth shows um, Mary and Amy a, lo- a locket that belonged to Alice. Yeah. And it's got a photo of a horse inside. Yeah, and they ask if it's her horse. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's just a horse. It's just, it wasn't Alice's horse. Just a random horse she cut out of a magazine. Yeah, and has kept in the locket her whole life. It's really strange. (laughs) Like, this is, this is like, Liz loves horses. Um, And of course. She really loves horses. She really does. Will Elizabeth risk everything for a horse? Find out next time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they talk about how Lila's getting a horse and Elizabeth is jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they do go over the top about how how jealous Liz is and how much she loves horses. Yeah, and I think is it Mary or Amy says, um, "Well, you know, Lila. If she even if she just likes something, she'll end up getting it. Even if she doesn't love it, she'll just end up getting it because you know, Daddy will give her anything she wants." Yeah. And then when Alice gets back, Mary goes downstairs, of course, to help her make the dinner. Yeah. And then after that, she helps her in the garden with the weeding. Like that is it's getting weird now. It's getting a bit weird, yeah. Like even Liz thinks like. Well, she's like maybe because at first I think Liz thinks oh maybe Mary just really likes cooking, but then of course when she sees her doing the weeding, she's like nobody likes doing mm. weeding. This is weird. And by the time Jessica gets home, uh, the other girls have all left, and Jessica wants them to make Parker's uh, ribs recipe for dinner. Yeah. But Liz says, "Well, Mary and Alice have already made something." <laughs> Jess groans and she asks Liz if she's noticed Mary following Alice around. Liz doesn't want to answer that because she knows that Jess it's is true. right. Yeah. And she says, Why does it matter? Yeah, she does like she kind of is just like, it shouldn't matter though. And Jessica says, I don't want to share Alice. Well, she says, Mum, don't want to share Mum. Yeah, yeah. And she 
makes Liz promise not to have her over ever again. Yeah, apparently she gives Liz a really serious look and she's like, I don't think we should invite her over anymore. Mm. Um, she says that she gives her the creeps. Yeah. It's a weird one because I can see Liz's point of view. Like, well, so what if she really likes your mum? But so, also, I don't want to be used for my mum. No, I can see both points of view. Mm. What I don't understand is our typical Liz behaviour here. Liz agrees. She's like, okay, I won't invite her ever again. Yeah. He's like, why have you done that, Liz? If you don't feel that way, why have you agreed to do this? Yeah. The next day at school, the Sixer staff are busy with career day stuff. Yeah, they start slagging off Mr. Bowman's jacket. Yeah. Amy says, um, all the first first of all, Amy says all the unicorns have signed up to see Gretchen Tyler and Liz Snickers that they aren't big on individuality. Yeah. Like, yeah. what a little snob. I know. Like, they're... F- the unicorns are friends. They have common interests and they want to do stuff together. You all hang out in Mr. Bowman's office yeah. of the newspaper. Like, they're just as bad. Like, I'm sure if there was a, a famous writer there, her, Amy, Julie would all sign up for it. What? You want to be with your friends? Yeah. Oh, you, you have, weirdos. You have things in common with your friends. Yeah. Not big on individuality, are you? Um, and yeah, then they all start taking the piss out of Mr. Bowman's new red jacket. Yeah. They giggle when he comes in. Um... See, they're as bad as the unicorns. Exactly, they are. They're just as bad. They're just as bitchy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he tells them that they're finalists in the newspaper competition. Yeah, all they have to do now is submit their latest paper to the finals. Yeah, Liz is thrilled. She rushes home to tell her family. She passes the Altman's house, and as soon as she walks past, Mary just pops out the yeah, door so like, this "Hello!" Was weird. I, I put a note of this. I was like, "Was she literally waiting? Yeah, in like the window waiting by the window just for one of them to walk past her house?" It is getting very stalkerish. It does get really weird. Like genuinely, at first, I was like, "Jess is being horrible," and then it, about this part of the book, especially now, I was like, "Okay, that's weird." They do a really good job of like. You know, when Jess walks in and she's just at the kitchen table. and Yeah. Like, she's just, like, keeps popping up. Like, she just cannot get rid of her. No. Um, and yeah, she calls Liz's name. Liz pretends not to hear her. Yeah. So she runs after Liz. And she's <laughs> running manically yeah. down the road. And then she tries to invite herself over again. Yeah. And Liz says, oh, sorry, I've got too much homework. Yeah. So this continues. Um this continues so so she says like sadly she agrees and she's like oh, okay you know and she can tell that she's a bit hurt but i mean she's hurt but it's like well you do go over there every day you are over there like literally every day like, and, and having to... homework is a legitimate excuse yeah right? you can't go over every single day no no definitely and yeah the next day she tries again and liz makes another excuse but she feels really guilty yeah so this is where i had the problem a few days later after yeah, that she, she tries again two days later so she gives it a rest for one day. Yeah. But <laughs> what nice annoys me is that the book says that Liz on this day resents the position that Jess puts her in. And it's like, Liz, you put yourself in this position. You didn't have to agree to do this. You agreed with Jess to not invite her over ever, even though you didn't mm. feel that way. I guess she is a bit caught in the middle. I guess. But she could have just been like, well, she's still my friend. I'm going to invite her over if I want, you know. Yeah, so she decides to tell Mary the truth. Which is the worst thing she could have done. Yeah, and obviously Mary's like horrendously embarrassed. She cries and she runs away. Yeah. And then for the next several days, she's unhappy every time Elizabeth sees her. So Elizabeth decides to talk to Jess and she asks her to reconsider. Jess is having none of that. No, she will not budge. On Friday, there's a unicorn club meeting to discuss the cookbook. Yeah. 
Um, Janet wants Jessica to have the recipes typed up over the weekend. Yeah. And Jess is like, oh, I hope Liz will be around to do it for yeah, me. Yeah. Um, she also notices Mary. And uh, even even Jess at this point has to admit she feels a bit sorry for her. Yeah, she doesn't look very happy. And then the conversation turns to Gretchen Tyler um, and how her shop, Sweet Valley Fashions, sells the same dress that Diana Diamond wears in her new music video. Diana Diamond? Oh my God, she sounds fabulous. I bet she collaborates with the buck every now and again. <laughs> I think she'd be... be more like wild than the bird. Yeah, I think like a one-off, you know. I imagine Diana Diamond to look like Jem, the doll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the cartoon character. Yeah, because was... like the buck to me is always just like, he's like I Justin think he's Bieber a pretty in my head. Play it safe. I mean, obviously Justin Bieber doesn't play it safe now, but when no, he was a kid. No, but when he was a kid, yeah. He was very like, kid friendly yeah you know that's how i see the butt uh yeah yeah you're right oh, and i God, see yes, diana like diamond James, like a bit like of a wild gem. one yeah yeah like pink hair big mm-hmm. earrings um but jess isn't listening because uh she's thinking how, me- can, how can i how can i yeah. use mary she thinks well if me and mary made up then i could get mary to type up the cookbook yeah brilliant so on the way out uh mary apologizes to jessica and she gives her a gift to make things up as a peace offering. She gives her the gold and silver bracelet. Yeah, Jess can't believe it. She's like, "This is the bracelet that I love so much." Yeah. So Jess basically gets the bracelet, and she gets out of doing all the typing. Yep. As always, she's come up on top. Yeah, she certainly has. Um, but Mary really has changed because she even invites Jessica to her house for dinner. Yeah, yeah. It seems that they have completely uh, made up and that she is trying to be different. Um, And then later on, Jessica shows Elizabeth the bracelet and she tells her that uh, they've made up. Yeah. And Liz is pleased. So career day arrives and they're getting ready for school. Jessica literally asked to borrow the shoes off of Liz's feet. Yep. Yeah, (laughs) we've we've reached that point where it literally... Literally taking the clothes off her back. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Um... So, of course, we go through the same rigmarole we always go through. Liz says no, Jess says please, Liz says no, Jess says please, Liz gives her the bloody sandals. Yeah. Um, And then later on at Gretchen Tyler's talk, Liz is there to take notes and she thinks Gretchen looks strange. Gretchen is wearing web tights, bright orange shoes, several layers of colourful socks and a large baggy blouse. I have to admit that is a bit strange. Um, move over Mr. Bowman. She sounds like uh, Clarissa from Clarissa Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> like can see Clarissa that. used to wear those kind of uh, outfits. Yeah, yeah. And I used to think it was really cool. So of course, <clears throat> Liz is being very careful with these notes because this is this is going to be for the article. Uh, this this article will be going to the finals. This is like super important. Mm. But then when Gretchen starts talking about clothes, Liz yawns loudly because she's not interested in clothes. No, she's above that. Well, you're interested in Mr. Bowman's fucking clothes. I know, yeah, yeah. Making fun of them. His ties, his jackets. Yeah. Oh, she's such a hypocrite. (laughs) Never hated a 12-year-old so much. (laughs) And then um, later on in Jessica's room, Mary's there to type out the recipes. Yeah. Some celebs had sent them in two or three recipes. Wow. So they've done, actually done pretty well, surprisingly. Yeah. Stephen was wrong. Stephen was wrong. Um, but Jess tells Mary to leave out Cole Derrick's tuna delight recipe because it sounds disgusting. After all the food we've heard about in Sweet Valley, this is the one that's too yeah. far. 
Tuna Delight, too far. What is Tuna Delight? I don't know. I thought it was like a tuna melt. You know? Mm. That's what I assume. But it was like cheese and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I thought like tuna mayo. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And Alice pokes her head around the door. She tells them that the master copy of the paper is downstairs on the kitchen table if they want to go and take a look. Yeah, and Jess notices that Mary is a bit more restrained when it comes to Alice here. So they're excited to see this story about Gretchen. God. Um, So they go downstairs and have a look at it, and they're so excited that they start singing Diana Diamond songs and dancing around the kitchen. Yeah. Now, before they do this, they go and get grape juice, and I was literally (laughs) like, I could already see where this is going. Jessica slides onto her knees just like Diana does in her video. Uh, I want to see that video, by the way. Yeah. Um, I'm imagining like uh, when Patrick Swayze does it at the end of Dirty Dancing, you know, when he like slides across the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Which you have to learn for our wedding day. I know. Um, Terrified. Make sure we film that. Yeah. <laughs> Look forward to that one. Um. And yeah, obviously, grape juice gets spilt on the article. Yep. And it's uh, ruined a page it's, of the paper, effectively. Yeah, it's smeared and it's impossible to read. Yeah. And of course, they try fixing it, but they just make it worse. They just smudge everything and mm. make a complete mess. So Jessica says, well, we can just rewrite the smeared parts. Sure. So she does. Well, she does more than rewrite, she though, does. doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> she decides that she's going to make it better. Yeah, she changes the headline to Fabulous Gretchen Tyler Speaks to the Unicorns. <laughs> 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 um, and all of the all of the bits that she adds in are poorly written. They're spelt wrong. <laughs> My favourite bit, though. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Is it the end? They're a paragraph short. They're a paragraph short. So, so just just chucks in a recipe. Yeah, just literally for no reason. With no context. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'll just put in Parker Smith's barbecue ribs recipe at the bottom of it. Just chuck it in. It's fine. Done. And then she's really happy with herself. She thinks she's done Liz a massive favour. She yeah. thinks this is better. She thinks she's improved yeah. on uh, on Liz's uh, writing. Um, she goes. She cleans up the grape juice while Mary goes upstairs to get typing. But when Jess goes back upstairs, she finds Mary in Alice's room. Yeah. Um, have, just having a chat. Uh, but Mary's uncomfortable and she, she straight away goes back into Jess's room. Yeah. And then they type up... Oh, it wasn't Johnny Bucks. They type up... I got so excited when I saw this. They type up Jeremy Frank's recipe for oh, key I didn't lime see, pie. Oh, my God. I didn't <laughs> notice that. That's even oh, better. Oh, my God. Jeremy Frank. That's even better. I know. I wonder what Jeremy Frank... I knew there Frank... was someone familiar that sent in a recipe. I wonder what Jeremy Frank was doing at this point in his career. I reckon he was an actor at this point, And then he became a talk show host later. Oh, yeah, I don't know. You know? I feel like maybe he's like a, a kid's a kids TV star and then like so a couple excited. of years later he gets his own show because it's like you're typing up his recipe in four years time you're going to see his penis you in the are going to see his penis in the hospital <laughs> you're going to spill water over his dick yeah <laughs> oh, I, oh I can't believe it. I'm so happy I can't believe that. I missed that That's I can't incredible. believe you missed that either so later on Jessica overhears her parents talking oh my overhear is probably eavesdrops I would say uh, yes I would suggest eavesdrops we um, all did it when we were kids yeah yeah um, Mrs. Altman has called Ned to get legal advice on the process of adopting Mary because apparently Ned knows about adoption law now. That's what he does. He's like a, a you know, slot him in lawyer, lawyer when, when you need him. Any Anything legal, yeah. Um, 
Isn't he? He does litigation, doesn't he? He something? does litigation. Yeah. Could we we talked about this on the uh, last episode of Casey uh, Kelly's? Yeah. Because we were we were talking about this because I was like because Why? Adam wouldn't work for him. Yeah. Because um, Adam wanted to go into criminal law. criminal law. Yeah. Um. But Jess thinks this is great because she, well, if Mary's got her own mother, she'll leave. Alex she'll, alone. Maybe you'll leave my mum alone. Yeah. 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 She runs straight in, tells Elizabeth, and she's got an idea. She suggests that they throw Mary an adoption party. It's like, it hasn't even been finalised yet. No. The no. mother's just called and asked for advice. Yeah, yeah, and you're assuming that Mary even wants this. Yeah, Liz says, I think we should keep it quiet. Um, Mary will probably want to tell everyone herself. But Jessica just cannot understand this. No, it should be pointed out, Jess does not think she's being mean with what she does next. No. She genuinely thinks she's she, being She is nuts. genuinely trying to help. Um, so that night she's lying in bed and she has a great idea. She sneaks downstairs. She finds the master copy of the paper. And then she adds a line to Caroline's gossip column announcing Mary's adoption. But she does it in, like, pen. She draws it in. Like, it's not even typed in to this typed thing. She's just added it on the bottom. So the next day, the newspaper comes out. It's the day the newspaper comes out. So Elizabeth has worn lip gloss. Oh, it should, yeah. Elizabeth has dressed up to the nines. She doesn't care about clothes though, remember? She doesn't care about clothes, apart from today. She's dressed as best she can and she's wearing the fucking horse locket because she loves horses, okay? (laughs) And she's worn lip gloss but of course it's clear lip gloss. Oh yes, obviously. She's not going to go wild or anything. No, no, no. That probably is wild for Liz. That's like as far as she'll go, you know? Even Stephen compliments her. Yeah. But then Jessica comes downstairs and she steals the show. Of course. Because she's wearing four pairs of socks layered on top of one another, just like Gretchen's. Oh my god. I oh I love it because I bet they're slouch socks. Do you remember slouch socks and they're like really in fashion? I don't know. We'll have to look that up after oh this. Oh my god, slouch socks were amazing. They were just like neon socks, but um they were like as long as your whole leg. I know what I know the and ones. And then you, you yep. slouch them down. Mm-hmm. They were so cool. Oh, I'm I gonna, remember those. I'm actually, to get some. I think I'm going to get some. Do it. Every time I remember a 90s fashion, I know, it's I'm like, like usually I'm going to buy that. Usually when we're reading these books, it's like, oh, I yeah. might actually get one of those. And then I do, though. Yeah. I do actually get it and wear it. <laughs> I might get a, a red plaid shirt. <clears throat> oh, wow. Like Mr. Bowman. Um, And then, yeah, she comes downstairs with this four pairs of socks on. Um, and she actually shouts, Tada! <laughs> and like spins around, does a pirouette. Like, oh, it is kind of adorable, though. I know, that's how attention seeking. Oh, yeah, of course. It's Literally walk down to breakfast and go, Ta da! So I can do next time I get a new outfit. Just walk into the room. <laughs> Ta da! <laughs> shout Ta da at you. <laughs> um, and then um, at school, just for us to take the paper to Mr. Bowman, and Liz thinks like she's been so nice lately. Yeah, which should set alarm bells going, but yeah. apparently not. Um, and then Janet, who's also wearing several pairs of socks. How do their shoes fit if they're wearing so many pairs of socks? Yeah, I like to think all these socks must be purple, though, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's just purple, Different neon. Different shades neon of purple. purple. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she notices Jessica's wearing Mary's bracelet. And Jessica says, yeah, it was a gift. But she says, watch out for a special announcement about Mary soon. Yeah, and of course, you know, Janet wants the the gossip, but um, Jess says no. I can't say, but it's great news. It's great news. Mm. 
Uh, Caroline, Amy, and Julie noticed the extra line added to the column, but they think that Liz must have added it in the last minute. Yes, yeah. They also noticed the random ribs recipe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Bowman has particularly noticed this. Um, and he, th- he says that, you know, there's a few spelling errors, which is not like Liz, and he mm. doesn't understand the barbecue rib <laughs> recipe. But Julie says maybe it's something to do with getting a career as a cook. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, even 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 so, there's though, no context. There's no context. And it's at the bottom yes. of an article about a fashion shop, just shoved in there. Um, but Mr. Bowman admits it's actually a pretty good article. Yeah. Like aside from that, he says it's a bit livelier than usual. See, this goes back to my theory, which I think I've brought up a few times now, that Jess is just as talented as Liz. Like, yeah, and Liz isn't right... actually that good. If Jess applied herself, I think she'd be better. Is Jess yeah. better than we think, or is Liz just worse? I think Jess... Maybe neither of them are that gifted. Well, maybe. I, I think that Jess would be more gifted if she applied herself. She just doesn't. Yeah. And I think Liz resents her for it. Um, That's my theory. And then Amy catches up with Liz and she says, it's good news about Mary, but what have ribs got to do with career day? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Liz looks at the paper. She recognises Jessica's handwriting. Yeah. And she says she's going to wring her neck. I know. This is, might be the most mad we've uh, seen Liz <laughs> in these books. Meanwhile, Lila, Janet and Tamara are congratulating Mary... But Mary gets upset. She says, Mrs. Altman isn't my mother. Yeah. And she runs off crying. And Janet actually says, you think she'd be grateful that someone actually wants her? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Liz chases after Mary and she explains that Jess only wrote it to share the good news and her heart was in the right place. But Mary says, it's not good news. I already have a mother. Yeah. So, Mary says that Her parents got divorced and she lived with her mum when she was four. And then there was a babysitter who was a friend of her mum's called Annie, who was a waitress. Yeah. And then one day their grandmother got sick. Her mum disappeared and never came back. Mm. And Annie told her that her mum died. Yeah. But Mary doesn't believe this. She thinks her mother's alive and will come back for her. Yeah. Like this is basically the plot of Annie the Musical. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like when Annie's like, she doesn't want Mr. Warbucks to adopt her because she's like, my real folks are going to come back. Yeah. I thought at this point that she might get the bracelet and do like a newspaper campaign like Annie did with the locket in the yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that story. That is a good story. This is a bit of a ripoff. And it kind of is. Even like, it's even got someone called Annie in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but we'll tell you now, it's, it's not uh, the bracelet thing. No, no. It's not exactly like the film. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah. Um. So she lived in California with Annie for a bit. But one day, Annie went to work and didn't come back either. Yeah, so then she was left alone and abandoned. Been abandoned again twice. Yeah, and then I guess the state picked her up and uh, she went into foster care. Yeah, she'd been passed around foster homes ever since... Uh, she doesn't want to be adopted, and she's going to tell the Altmans later. Yeah. Yeah. I was a bit confused by this. I was like, okay, I guess. Um, I, don't, I don't know what she's got to lose by just being adopted by them anyway, and then if her real mum turns up, it's like, cool. I guess so, yeah. You know, it seemed a bit... But I, I don't know. But then I guess... Um... I don't really understand all of it, so it, there, I guess legally there there is probably some issues there, but, you know. Yeah. Um, so she should they... talk to Ned. Oh, Our every man that, lawyer yeah. for every situation. 
Later on, Elizabeth sat under the old pine tree. The thinking tree. And she's thinking about Mary. She's thinking, as usual, about other people's business. Of course she is. Um, she isn't. She's a reporter. What do you expect? Her inquiring mind. It's her inquiring mind. Jessica finds her and Liz says that Mary was upset about what she did and she explains why. Yeah. And Jessica is genuinely sorry. Yeah, and Liz is like... Liz is, she just says, like, I didn't mean to do it nastily. I was trying to help. I was trying to be nice. Yeah, she's actually surprised. Yeah, and, and Liz is like, I know you were. That's fine. However, you fucking bitch, you <laughs> ruined the article. And yeah. I will not forgive you for that one. Yeah, she says, she's got a, she says that uh, Jessica made her look like a fool. You little fool. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well she does that herself all the time. <laughs> um, and Jess says... Uh, you should be thankful. I've made the article better. <laughs> yes, Liz she storms has. off. Liz storms off. Um, Jessica is so angry, she kicks the tree. I know. She kicks the thinking tree. Meanwhile, at the Altman's house, Mary's explained why she doesn't want to be adopted. Um, and the Altman's point out that it has been seven and a half years. Um, and sort of hint, like, you know, your mum's probably not alive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they respect her decision. Um, they beg her to reconsider, but, you know, they say, we respect your decision. It is up to you, but, yeah. <clears throat> and then for the next several days, the twins don't speak. Liz is angry because uh, Jessica and Mary have made up now, so yeah, this is even more annoying for her. Well, and it's about to get worse. Yeah, she's even more furious when Mr. Bowman tells her that apart from the spelling mistakes in the random recipe... He actually, he liked Jessica's article better. Jessica is better than Liz at writing. He says it had a nice spunky tone. Yeah. And he says, uh, can you put some of the old bits back in? Yeah. Jess, uh, sorry, um, Liz. See, she's acting like Jess, which is why I said <laughs> Jess. Liz snatches the paper and walks out. It sounds like she kind of storms out here. Yeah. Bumping straight into Mary, of course. Yeah, she talks to Mary and Mary says that she should forgive Jessica. Yeah. Um, she says that uh, she's also going to be getting moved on by the welfare agency because they don't think it's fair for her to stay at the Altmans um, when they adopt, the Altmans could adopt another child who wants to be adopted. Yeah. This is a weird situation because she's then going like, I'm going to miss you and Jess and I really like the Altmans and stuff. And it's yeah. like, just be adopted. It's fine. It's really sad. Yeah. Um. So that evening, Elizabeth rewrites the article again for what is this the fourth time now I guess it's like the fourth time yeah um, um, and she puts Jessica's description of Gretchen's outfit back in and also some of the other parts she, does, she doesn't She does put the recipe back in though <laughs> the, the recipe stays out um, yeah so uh, so yeah so Liz has I guess kind of come to the conclusion that, that maybe Jess is pretty good at this yeah so she goes and makes up with Jess over an ice cream bar that Stephen had hidden in the back of the freezer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're friends again. It's all good. At so, school, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go for it. At school the next day, Jessica proudly shows Liz the cookbook. It's finished. Yeah, she, she, Liz is reading, and Jess is like shouting "Earth to Elizabeth," and then she tells her that she's been trying to get her attention for five minutes, and I was like. If that's <laughs> literally, if she's literally been stood there for five minutes trying to get her attention, that's hilarious. Like Liz is just reading a book and just like Liz, Liz. <laughs> um, 
And Elizabeth is looking for Amy to walk home with because Amy's coming over. Yeah. And Jessica says, oh, Mary's coming over too. And she suggests they all walk home together. She's being yeah. very tolerant of Amy. She's extremely tolerant of and Amy in this book. The book doesn't even slag Amy off. No. They're too busy slagging off Lois. But uh, then Mary comes out and she says, uh, Amy's got a detention. Oh, my God. She's got a detention because Julie dared her to do a backflip in the library. <laughs> well, oh if God. you're dared, you got to do it, right? Um, yeah, and she did it and she got caught. I'm not surprised she got caught. It'd be pretty, uh, it's pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you could do it like discreetly, is it? Um, it sounds like Liz's friends yeah, are like... Usually if you're dared to do something, it's something you might get away with. Like, you're not going to get away with that. <clears throat> like, that's a dare that you're just, you're just going to get caught. So yeah. it's like, I'm daring you to get caught. <laughs> um, it sounds like Liz's friends are like way more fun than her as well. Yep. I think if Liz was in the library at that time, she would have told Amy not to do it. Oh, for sure. Um, they have more fun without Liz there, I reckon. I think so. I think Liz brings them down. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so Jessica and Mary go on ahead and Liz waits for Amy. Yeah. Um, Liz says, like, oh, I'll just wait for Amy and read my book. And then it says she'd rather, she says she'd rather read her book anyway. Yeah. Like, you'd rather read your book than, like, hang out with hang people. Hang out with people. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I do feel that way sometimes. Sometimes, but... But it's a bit rude to, to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd rather read my book than walk home with you two. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she's surprised to see her mother heading across the schoolyard. Yeah, and she calls out to Alice, but for some reason, Alice just ignores her. Alice has had enough. Alice has had enough. She wants Mary as a daughter instead. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, maybe. I'm, I'm swapping you over. Swapping with you over, yeah. Getting a better one. Um, so Liz runs over, but it's not Alice. It's a woman that looks just like her. Oh my God. The woman asks if she knows Mary and if Mary's around. And Liz says, well, Mary's at my house. And the woman says she's an old family friend and she asks if she can come and see Mary. And Liz thinks, well, she must be one of Mary's old foster parents. Um, yeah. So she says, yeah, sure. You can walk home with me and Amy. Mm hmm. On the way home, um, this woman asks loads of questions about Mary. The Altmans. She asks about the Altmans. Yeah. Um, and Liz says Mary's really happy and the Altmans are a great family. Mm-hmm. And then they arrive at the Wakefields and um, the woman suddenly says, oh, I've, I've changed my mind. I don't think I should see Mary. And then Liz suddenly has a horrible thought. <laughs> she thinks that the woman is Annie. Yeah. So she asks her um, and the woman says, no, I'm not I'm Annie. not that bitch. <laughs> and then Liz gasps. You're Mary's mother. Oh my god, it finally clicked. So yeah, this is who's on the cover, I'm assuming. I, I think you're us. right, yeah. But I don't want to say that at the beginning of the podcast. No. Like, yeah, Mary's mother's on the cover. We just spoiled the whole ending. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the woman tearfully nods, and Liz realises why Mary was so attached to Alice. Yeah, well of course, now it all makes sense. Um, Mary's mum says maybe she should let Mary be, as Mary's happy. So Liz has to be honest. She explains Mary's story um, yeah. and says, like, you know, Mary's never stopped waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And so Mary's mother agrees to go inside. Yeah. And, um, of course, inside, the doorbell rings. Mary says, oh, I'll get it. And she rushes downstairs and opens the door. Mm. She recognises her mother straight away and falls into her arms. Yeah. Jessica hears a commotion. She looks downstairs. <laughs> this must be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, she this looks is a pretty downstairs. bizarre situation, to be fair. She With sees, no context. Yeah, she sees someone she thinks is Alice hugging Mary, then Liz hugging Mary, then Mary hugging Amy, <laughs> then Amy hugging Liz. 
<laughs> and then she's even more confused when Alice comes up behind her. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is going on? Um, so Liz introduces them all to Mary's mum, Andrea. And Andrea explains the story. Yes. So what happened is Annie kidnapped Mary and she's been looking for her for seven years. Um, she couldn't find her because Annie had been using her mum's maiden name. Um, Mary's real name is actually Mary Robinson. Mm. Her father lives in Baltimore with his second wife and Mary's two little stepbrothers. Yeah. Um, Annie was arrested for shoplifting last week and the police discovered she was wanted for kidnapping. Um, they checked the welfare agencies for Mary Giaccio, uh, and because they'd thought, uh, I think before they'd been checking for um, a, d- a different name. They'd yeah. been checking for. They were checking for. Uh, a bit confused. They were checking for Robinson, which is her actual name. Yeah. But she changed the name to Annie's name, so then they started yeah, looking for that's Annie's. It. Yeah. So they checked the welfare agencies for Mary Giaccio, and they found Mary. See, I thought at one point, I thought it was going to be that somehow, because is this your theory? You were no, this about? is not my theory. Okay, but this is something I'll get to my theory in a minute. But this is something I thought. I was like, I wonder if the the I thought the paper was going to get submitted as it was with Jess's note about <clears throat> Mary on the bottom, and that her mum would be on the committee. And that she'd see the name oh. and be like, oh my God, it's my daughter. And then like come because of that. But that's not my theory. I'll get to it in a bit. Okay. So um, Mary's mum asks if Mary still has the gold and silver bracelet she gave her. And of course, Jess is like, uh, Yeah, Mary uh, says she didn't realise it was a gift from her mother. <laughs> no. And then Elizabeth pokes Jessica in the ribs. Yeah, she's like, do the right thing. Come on. Um, and Jessica gives it back because it's obvious Liz expects her to. Yeah, yeah. Not it's that like, she, she, you she wouldn't need to. You shouldn't need to have to be prompted to do that. Not really, no. You should, that should be the first thing you'd think. Like, oh my God, this bracelet's it's extremely like sentimental. It's the most important thing in her whole world. Yeah. Um... So Andrea says she lives about two hours away, so she stays with the Wakefords for the night. Yeah. Um, at school, um, later on, I think it's like a few weeks later. Yeah, I think it's a little later, bit, bit of time after, isn't it? Um, Liz, Amy and Julie are at it again. They are indeed. This time they're in the classroom on their own. They're hanging out in Mr. Brayman's classroom on their own. And Mr. Brayman has accidentally left his grade book open. Honestly. Fucking idiot. Honestly, this whole scene we've got here... Swap out the characters for Lila, Jess, and Janet. It fits. Yeah. They're just as bad. Yeah. Just as bad. And, like, just why are they always just hanging around in his classroom? Yeah, it is weird. You'd um, think the other teachers would question why this and is And also, happening. they he knows that they've um, been, like, sort of Looking nosing at the already. grades. And he's just accidentally left the book open. Yeah. Um, and, of course, they're having a nose at the book. Amy points out that Bruce has failed every test this term. That's not a surprise to anyone. Well, Julie says it's too bad they don't give grades for good looks. <laughs> See, that sounds like a unicorn thing to that say. That does sound well. like a unicorn thing to say, yeah. Um, they jump away when someone comes in, but it's just Mary. Yeah. She tells them it's her last day at school on Friday before she moves away with her mum. Yeah. Um, and then they start going on about Lila's horse again. Well, you know, oh, you've got to so get that much plug in for the next, uh, the next episode. <laughs> um... And Liz wonders if um, Lila will let other people ride the horse. And Julie says, Lila doesn't think about anyone but herself, so I doubt it. That is true. And Liz thinks, I wish I could go with Lila to pick out the horse. 
uh, because I know so much about them that maybe Lila would appreciate my expertise. I wish I could risk everything for a horse. <laughs> um, and it's like... I don't think Lila would appreciate your expertise. No! Also, like, I'm sure there's going to be people, like, at the place that's selling the horse that is more expert than Elizabeth. Also, you're making the mistake in assuming that Lila's even going to care about this horse. It's an object. She's just going to be like, I want a horse that looks the best. Can I dye it purple without killing it? (laughs) That's the kind of things that Lila's going to be thinking. Not about the welfare of the horse or anything else. Um, so Liz walks home with Mary and Mary confides in Liz she says she doesn't want to leave Sweet Valley but she doesn't want to make her mum feel bad and she doesn't want to seem ungrateful Yeah. and Liz says well maybe my mum uh, sorry maybe your mum would uh, move move here if she knew how you felt Yeah. and she says I'll get Alice to talk to her Yeah. cut to a week later the unicorns are selling their cookbook it's a hit. It is a hit. They've done really well. Like apparently they're going to have there's a massive queue all across the school. They've yeah. got to go and print more. To off. be fair, I'd the fact it. that they've pulled this off, this is really cool. Like a celebrity cookbook is this is quite a feat that they've actually managed to pull yeah. this together. This is quite impressive. Like I mean normally they're like remember those crap t shirts that she made? Oh my god. Just yeah. made to try and sell and like cookies. <laughs> this is a hell of a step up on those things. Yeah. Um and the t-shirts were in Super really High as well. Yeah, I know. That's like years later. Like it was all downhill from this moment. Like, <laughs> this was when they peaked. Um, and that wasn't the unicorns. No, that, that was, was the unicorns. cheerleaders. That was the cheerleaders, yeah. 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 Um, and then Tamara says, maybe they can use the money to hire Diana Diamond. So I don't think you've made that much money. Well, Calm down. you know, these are, the, these are the dark days before the droids. So, uh, you know... <laughs> If you needed a performer, you had to go elsewhere. I'm sure they couldn't afford Diana, though. No, I wouldn't have thought so. She's got diamond in her name. I imagine she's quite <laughs> expensive. Um, Mary's absent because uh, she's out apartment hunting with her mum. Yeah. They're staying in Sweet Valley. They're staying in Sweet Valley. Will we ever hear from her ever again? We, we do, actually. Yay! Yeah. Good. I like her. She's like a, a proper regular character. Oh, good. I'm glad. Um, but, of course, she's not called Mary Giaccio. She's called Mary Robinson. Mary Robinson, yes. And so is she in high as well? No. Okay. Um, so yeah, they're staying, and it's all thanks to the fucking Wakefield. Oh, well done, of Jessica course. and Elizabeth. Um, and also, more good news: the Sixers has won the contest. Of course they. Of course they have. Did. Um, and Liz even named Jessica in the byline of the article. Well, she bloody well should, to be honest. Because she thought she had lots of good ideas. Yeah. And it's like, we didn't fucking think that until no. Mr. Bowman told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, otherwise, you would never have thought that. No. You thought it was shit. She, she did. She genuinely thought it was rubbish. Is this like an admission from Liz <clears throat> that she is actually quite boring? <laughs> um, Lila and Jessica slip away. And um, Lila tells Jessica she's going to look at horses later. Jess asks, well, who's going to feed the horse and clean the horse? And Lila shudders and says, not me. She seems to think uh, that's all included in the price of the stable. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I don't think that's the case. No. But maybe rich people... I guess if you're paying if you're stables, paying for like stables, stable you could yeah you could pay for all. Of, well, it will be included in the price for her. She won't think about it. Yeah, it's not like it's a standard thing. No. Jessica points out uh, that the horse also has to be exercised every day and brushed. Yeah. And Lila says, uh, "Oh, I, th- I think all that's included too." Of course. And Jessica says, "Well, you better check." 
you better find out because uh, next book. Yeah, she suggests Lila um, asks Liz for advice, and Lila sniffs. Jessica wonders why Lila wants a horse when she clearly doesn't know much about them. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the preview. Will own, will owning a horse be more than Lila Fowler can handle? Find out in Sweet Valley Twins number eight, first place. Oh boy, I'm excited for that one. I'm mainly are, excited because, because like of the, the cover. Title. <laughs> the, the cover and the byline is amazing. <clears throat> will, yeah, the byline. Yeah, go on. Isn't it? Will, will Elizabeth risk everything for a horse? Yeah, such a good. Which line. is slightly misleading because I'm I've read it and it's. It's not. I won't say she's risking everything. She's not like betting the Wakefield I'm, house. I'm risking on, on my home, my family. <laughs> yeah, going to lose everything. It makes it sound like she's got a gambling addiction. Yeah, it's it's a very dramatic byline. It's not that bad. So, do you want to hear my theory? Yeah. So, Mrs. Robinson. She looks exactly like Alice Wakefield. Mm-hmm. We know about Mary, <laughs> and we know about the two. No, because the the kid, the other two kids are are um, actually uh, the the father with another mother, right? What other two kids? The the two kids that live with her father, um, they're actually with a different the step brothers. Step brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, Mrs. Robinson looks exactly like Alice Wakefield. Now, what if there were actually three kids put up for adoption, and two of them were twins, because. If she looks exactly like Alice, then it's not unreasonable to assume that her daughters might look exactly like Jessica and Elizabeth. Maybe those twins turn out to be evil. I don't understand anything you just said. The evil twins! Maybe they're oh, her kids. yeah. Ah. So you think Nora and Margot might be secretly Mrs. Robinson's other other daughters? Yeah, could be because they're all they're all like adopted and they don't know who their mum is, right? I think so. There you go. That was my theory. That wasn't worth waiting for, was it? But no, it was. Yeah, that was worth (laughs) waiting for. Um, and so yeah, our last episode of Casey's was. Ghost in the Graveyard. Oh, it was. And oh, I love that book. I, don't, I know we're talking about this book. I enjoyed this book, but Ghost <clears throat> in the Graveyard. Oh. Um, um, yeah, Sweet Valley Then and I loved your graphics, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, when you did like the background of the. Yeah, added in the spooky trees and, and the house. Yeah. Um, and Waterware said Flounder is a fish they serve a lot, especially down here in Florida. Okay. And there's a broiling option on their ovens. Um, Oh, and so that's quite common. I their guess. ovens actually come with a broiling pan when you buy them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so, that's not the case here. So I guess that's why we, we were. Yeah, it's not as weird as we thought then. I guess. Yeah. Although I still just keep seeing Little Mermaid flounder. Yeah, that's all I can think of. That's all I can see. Yeah, I agree. Ah, so how did you find uh, Three as a Crowd? That is what it's called. I, I had to think. I was doubting myself when I said it. <clears throat> Well, yeah, hopefully we've made it as sound as exciting as we could. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I, I did thought enjoy- it was okay. I think it had a touching ending, which made up for yeah. a lot of it. Mary definitely acts creepy to where yeah. I don't entirely blame Jess for the way she gets. Yeah. I can, like you, I can see both sides of mm. this one. So uh, overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah, not a bad one. No. So next time we will be doing um, First Place. Yes. And next week, we will be back with Kelly's Roadhouse, mm-hmm. covering love letters. love letters. Caroline Pierce's book. I'm excited to I'm get, excited. learn more about Caroline Pierce. I can't wait. Me too. 
Um, so thanks for listening and we will see you next week. Absolutely. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye.